Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to Just Around the Corner on 4680Q here in the beautiful Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Dave, and today we'll be talking to someone you may remember as Big Pussy from The Sopranos, Mr. Vincent Pastore. Now, last week, we had a great time with the other Vinny. Vinny Mad Dog Lopez, the original drummer from the E Street Band, it was a great show. You can catch all of our shows now on Spotify. Just recently, we put all the uh, podcasts up on Spotify and in a lesser quality on uh, lightedaycanada.com slash podcast. You'll also find them here at 4680q.ca. I'm really excited about next week's show. Uh, that's on March 21st. Uh, and we've got Dave Rave. From uh, Teenage Head, uh, you may remember him from the Shakers, and his bandmate from Dave Raven, the Second Responders, Jack Siperek. I'm really excited about this. You may also know him as a, he's in a little band called The Trues, one of Canada's top bands. Really, really looking forward to next week's show. And I'm looking forward to today's show, which we'll be getting to really shortly. Now, this past weekend, uh, I was in... Um, Port Colborne, Ontario. I was invited out to Port Colborne to uh, Canal Side Restaurant by the owners Rosemary and Greg Poisson. And uh, I hope I got the last name right. Uh, Poisson, Poisson, sorry, Greg. Uh, anyways, they invited me there for a Czech presentation. So they had three events a few weeks ago that they held. One was a cook-off, one was Name That Tune, and a California mus a music tribute that we put together. Uh, with Evan Rotella and 4680Q's Rick Rose. They played uh, songs from some of their California, some of their favorite California artists, Warren Zevon, the Eagles, Jackson Brown. It was a great, great show. And in total, with those three events, they raised $1,500. And then they kindly matched that $1,500 to bring the total to $3,000. Uh, what a great, great start to uh, the Light of Day 2023 campaign. We're just working on that now. We're just going after our headliner. We will be bringing you news about the upcoming show shortly, uh, so look forward to that. So I want to thank you, uh, Rosemary and Greg, for uh, all you've done for Light of Day, for having Evan out to all the shows that you have him out for, but for what you do for Light of Day, your support, and uh, we're going to make you honorary sponsors for all you did this weekend. Here's a little something you might know from the soundtrack of The Sopranos. Today's guest on Just Around the Corner, you may have guessed, <laughs> it's Mr. Vincent Pastore. He was born in the Bronx and grew up in New Rochelle, New York. If I got any of that wrong, I'm sure he'll let me know. You've seen him in movies, on TV, Broadway, in reality shows like The Celebrity Apprentice, on stage with the Gangster Squad, and you've heard him on several podcasts. He hosted Light of Day Canada four, six, eight, and 9, and will forever be known as Big Pussy for one of the greatest shows of all times, The Sopranos. Please welcome to Just Around the Corner, Vinny Pastore. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly, Vinny. How you doing? 
Well, it's good. It's kind of cool to be talking to you on the phone, you know, like old school. You know? <laughs> well, we, the last time we did something, it was uh, it was on Zoom, and yeah. uh, you know, you helped us out with one of our uh, lighted day shows yeah. that we did a little yeah, while ago. Zoom is cool, you know. I mean, I actually the true story about Zoom is that when COVID hit us, uh, little Stevie said to me, "We got to go on Zoom and do all work," you know, because we were doing theater with me and Maureen. Right, and I said Zoom, and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> Most and people boy, didn't. He was like, you know, the capo, the tutti, the capo, <laughs> say you're gonna do it. That's what we call my uncle. And we did it, and he said to me, "How'd you do? You were great." And I said, "I had my friend Louis Vitulli holding cue cards. Would you care?" <laughs> and Louis's listening right now, right? We sent him the links. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Right uh, what that? So, correction: I, I was born in Portchester. Okay. Grew up in New Rochelle, and then I migrated to the to the boogie down Bronx. I live out here on City Island. Ah, and then you're getting a little bit of snow out here. Yeah, I'm not getting it not as so bad. bad as I just came back from Boston. Uh, we were up there, me, uh, Michael, Imperial, and Steve Schripper. We did a show uh, at the Bach Theater. Uh, I saw it was that. so cool because uh, Van Morrison had been there three weeks earlier. Oh, so cool. anyway, we did it to like 1,200 people. And like everybody was saying, oh, the weather, the weather, the weather. And, uh, uh, you know, it's not bad. Yeah, it's the same with us. They told us it was going to be this crazy stuff. Yeah, it's today. not bad. Nothing's I going mean, on. You know, come on. Now, that Soprano know. show you did with those guys, is that something you do a lot? Or was that a Yeah, we took it to Australia. Yeah. Really? How'd that go? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a show that uh, uh, Stephen... And Michael created, and um, uh, it uh, we open up with a comedian, and then we do um, a Q and A with this comedian Joey Cola, same guy, and then we uh, and you know we riff riff, and we tell stories and we have visual stuff to go along with the stories, and then we do a Q and A to the audience. It's a lot of fun. Now, is there anything you haven't done? I was going, through, I was going through that I haven't done. Yeah, you've done everything. You've you've been. No, no. I'm going to tell you what I want to do. Can I tell you what I really want to do? Sure. I want to sing the blues like John Lee Hooker. Really? Yeah, well, I got a good band. We got you. Got to you. Got to say, Vinny, come up with your band for Light of Day. I'll come up with Bocce like the old days. We'll have a blast. So, is Bocce still in that? Like, is that the Gangster Squad? Is that what you're talking about? Well, Bocce, when I do, yeah, when I do the gigs down in Jersey at the Wonder Bar, uh, Bocce's on board, uh, and sometimes uh, 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 people don't know who Bocce is, it's Tony Amato from Bocce Galoop and the Bad Boys. That's right. Great, and sometimes great. he comes up to, to the cutting room. Yep. Uh, up here, I also have Benny Harrison, who runs around with, uh, with Felix, with the Rascals, and I have Al Orlo, who... Played on Broadway, played with Benny King. I have uh, Eddie you, Denise. Sammy LaMonica play with you at all? Sammy Sammy's not playing. Well, I know he's not playing right now, but did he play with you? He for was. He yeah. was my okay. Jersey drummer. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 yeah and then now I got Kevin Tooley, who plays with television. Um, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got a real good band. Well, we got to bring band. you to Light of Day Canada. I want to come up and do the music thing with you guys. I oh. really do. Well, we're we're planning for September, the end of September. If you're around, yeah, all right. So bring me up. You got now. I don't have to bring everybody up there because I got guys up there. That's what I did when I did the Hard Rock in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, Peter got me guys. Peter Elkis. Yeah. Oh, we could do the same. So thing if here. I go up there and do it, then Peter plays with me. Oh, that'd be great. And Peter got me a drummer. It's not hard. 
No. And I got a sax play that comes over from um, Pittsburgh. You know, it, you know, as long as you bring your musical director, you're in good shape. That's right. Like and, Frank Sinatra. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. So I told you I could only talk to you 15 minutes. My wife just said you could talk a little longer. She likes the show. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's funny because we always say it's going to be 40, 45 minutes, and then Tony Pellegrosi and I like to talk, Joe Durso. Yeah, yeah. Then it goes on. I was just talking to my daughter because she's calling me about, you know, all this thing about Bruce. It's going to be a show. Like, I know. So I says, wait, I says, I got to go. I said, David from Light of Day is calling me. She says, oh, she said, let's go. She, my daughter wants to travel now. They're all big now. Well, yeah. Well, they all want to come see these shows. So we should do something. I'm serious, David. Well, yeah, okay. and I'm serious, too. We loved having you. Like, I didn't realize when I was looking back. I mean, you did four of our Light of Day Canada. You were host for, for four of our shows. So you know. I was on the phone with Toons the other day. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they I just called them up when I was passing show. through... Uh, uh, Providence in Boston, and then I said to him, um, "I'll come to my show because we're doing Providence uh, April 1st And he says he's going to be at uh, some. I, th I think Daryl's house on April first. But it's nice that we all met through Light of Day. You know, people talk about. Tell them who Tunes is. Yeah, I was just going to say for those of you who don't know, Tunes is uh, for, he's the sax player, and he was in Eddie and the Cruiser. He's the sax player from John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown, and they've played two of our shows, and I think both of the shows that they headlined, you were the host at. Because I was going through all the old photos, I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah, you know who, who I got guys. really close with because uh, when I brought my soprano shows with Michael and Stephen, yes. the Pittsburgh uh, Grisecki showed up with his son. Oh, ah, really? Yeah, because now we're in Hinso, you know, and uh, he came backstage. He loved the show, and now what Joe's been doing, um, Joe Grisecki with the House Rock, is he's been sending me like this. Uh, he's he's been writing. You know, well, yeah, they got so a new we've been, album. We've been on that new. level. We've been, I've been, you know, looking at his material and stuff. He's getting, he's getting, you know, a lot of us get more creative as we get older. I don't know what that's about. Some of I guess we better. have more time. Well, Grushecki's writing is, I mean, he's always been great, but I mean, he's, yeah. every album yeah. is getting better yeah. and better and better. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe's a great guy. We got a great Light of Day family. Were you there that, were you there that night when I walked on stage and Bruce was doing Murder Incorporated and I just walked on stage? No, where was that? Down at, in Asbury. Oh, yes, I did. Sorry, I was there. I do and I walked that. out on stage, and he looked at me, and I just folded my arms because yes. he was doing Murder <laughs> Incorporated. He's like, what the heck's going yeah, on? Yeah, like, what the fuck is he doing out here? So the following <laughs> year, we're in the dressing room, Yeah. and uh, Bruce says, okay, let's go over the show. So I looked to him, and I said, we're doing Murder Incorporated? He said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it made a lot of sense. You standing there with your arms folded during Murder, Inc. I mean, that makes sense. Told, uh, in other words, when he said, no, no, don't come out on stage no more. <laughs> you know, the finale's different. Yeah, yeah. No, no. The I, finale's are different. For people who have never seen the show, you tell them. Everybody's out there, including your kid. Your kids are out there. Oh, yeah. We've had a great time. But, you know, it's funny you say that because I remember when Gary Bonds headlined and you were the host. And you and Gary were, you guys were doing something that you guys had cooked up in the back room, and you guys were rocking the place, and uh, a guest, uh, an unannounced guest walked out and tried to sing with you guys, and it, it didn't go over well with Gary, if you recall. <laughs> he was, he Who actually walked finished, out? You can't say? I can't say, but I, I will say that uh, Gary uh, finished that song, 
And I don't remember that. Yeah, I, you know, I remember up. me and Gary down at the at the Stone Pony the first night ever for me with Light of Day, and we were hosting, and both of us got drunk. Oh really? <laughs> well, so they never asked us to host again. <laughs> that does happen once in a while at Light of Day. Yeah, well, too. Gary's great. Yeah, I love he was, Gary. He was Gary great. does Stevie's uh, Little Stevens uh, Policeman's Ball every year uh, in the city. Uh, for the detectives endowment and stuff, and uh, how old is so I Gary? see Gary. I see every. I see Gary every year. Yeah. How's he, how he? Like, how old is he now? He's he's got to be he's, in his. He's mid-80s. older than me, and you put together. <laughs> and he's still singing like a champ. So you got to give him credit. So listen, before we get to the light of day stuff, because I do want to go. You know, you've been a big part of light of day. You've been a big supporter, but you've also yeah. got your own story. I just wanted because I've got. We've got a lot of listeners. I know all of Evan's friends are like you. You got to be kidding. Vinny Pastore's on the show. So I want to ask you a few questions uh, about your your acting career because I mean I, I was doing a little bit of research you know I mean I've known you for years but I wanted to look some stuff up and I read something where you were you owned uh, clubs and Kevin and Matt Dillon kind of nudged you into acting is that true? Well, uh, I ran a series of clubs in uh, New Rochelle. Right. And, you know, Kevin and Maddie and the other brother Paul used to come into my clubs. But they used to come to the Crazy Horse. Oh, right, the Crazy Horse. That was my landmark. In fact, me and Michael talk about it on the Soprano show. And he even wrote in an episode that he bought a bar and he called it Crazy Horse. That was in tribute to me. So we had this bar called the Crazy Horse. And Kevin and Maddie would go DJ a lot. And people said, who's that up there? They, You know. They didn't know it was really Maddie right. and and Kevin, and they were all good to me. And then what happened is that I uh, and it's in my play I wrote. It's in uh, I lost that bar. Uh-huh. Uh, I yeah. Ooh, phew. So I'm delivering furniture and doing all that. So somebody gets in touch with me and they says they got another bar for me to run. I said I don't want to go back into the bar <laughs> So they talked me into doing it. So I'm running another bar. And 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 Maddie and uh, Kevin loved it even more because it was closer to the Iona College, and they used to like to go and hang out on the North Avenue. Okay. And and so now they were coming in even more, and I had uh, a lot of good people that I ended up acting with later on. Anthony Rubastella worked the door, and and uh, Timmy Curtin from Pig Vomit used to play. Really? So one night, yeah, the phone rang, and it was Stephanie who was seeing Kevin at the time, and she said, um, do you know, I think it was the grandfather passed away, and they're looking for a place to go tonight. I said, come down here. So they all came down, and I had the food in the back set up and everything, and they come, I locked the door, and, and we put on Pope of Greenwich Village. Oh, wow. Just sitting there watching TV. It was me, Maddie, Kevin, and Maddie looked up, and he said, I swear to God, he said, you could do that. <laughs> really? That's cool. Yeah, that's how it started. So what, and then he leaned over and he said to Kevin, why don't you hook him up with Charlie Massey? He said, because Vic Ramos is too busy. See, he was talking about management. Okay. So I had a shot in the arm from these kids. Very and I'm cool going to tell you something. Uh, I'm proud to say that those two kids saw something in me. Uh, and I was able to um, uh, take it to where I took it. You know, I wound up doing a movie with Maddie. Uh, you know, um, and uh, and I wind up going to Saudi Arabia with Kevin. Very cool. Well, what was your first yeah. role then? Like, what, what was your very first? My first acting, acting role yeah. ever. Yeah. 
Uh, actually, it was. It came out of Toronto. It was really? called the Black something. <laughs> You've been connected to Canada for all these years. See, there that you was the Black something. It was, it was a, a horror something. movie. Was Come say, on, stop. And I, I and it was. They, they came was down. Happened? They came down. Black something. And anyway, that was my first acting job. But my first sincere, true acting film job, because yeah. I was doing theater before that. The film was a movie called True Love, and in True Love was Annabella Sciorra and Aida Totoro and Ron Eldard, and we all became, and Star Jasper, we all became a family from that movie. And that movie won the Sundance, so I was on my way. Yeah. I was on my way. Right out of the gate, first movie I do, it wins Sundance. Wow. Now, so what was, you know, now, you've been in, I've, like I said earlier, I mean, you, you've been on Broadway, you've done reality shows, you've, you know, stage and screen. What was your, what, what's been your, let's forget about The Sopranos first, because we'll talk about that, but what was your favorite role? What was one of your favorite movies, let's say, that you did? My favorite thing I've done in my career was playing, um, uh, uh, you know, the, the character I played in uh, Bullets Over Broadway for Woody Allen. Really? Yeah, that's just recently too, right? That's three years ago. Three years yeah. ago, yeah, yeah or maybe four. Yeah, because what happened um, with that? It was a process where I didn't know where I was going, what I was going to do, you know, because I wasn't getting that much work. Right. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, my friend Al Sapienza from The Sopranos calls me up and he says, "Did you audition for Woody Allen's play? You're perfect for the lead role." And the movie was Joe Vitarelli, and I knew Joe very well. Right. The movie was Joe Vitarelli of Bullets Over Broadway. So I said, no, he said, call it your agent. Meanwhile, I'm in front of Woody Allen, and it was either me or Tony Darrow. Really? And it came down to me, and that's when I met Nicky Codero, uh, who went on to do Bronx Tale. And Nicky's from Hamilton. Well, speaking of that... The yeah, owner, the owner of this radio station, yeah. he said that you were friends from the uh, with someone from the Bronxdale that he knows, Lou Veneria. Does that, does that ring a bell? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he, he knows Louis Scoops. Louis Scoops. Ah, oh, yeah. He didn't say Louis Scoops, but he goes, oh, it's yeah, like Louis, Louis. He, yeah, he said, we are, Louis was in Bronxdale. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. I know we're all friends. Louis sings. Really. Yeah, why? Well, you want to bring him up to Canada? Let's do it. <laughs> well, first we're going to start with you. First we're going to start with you. You know what I need? Listen, let everybody hear it. I need rooms. Yeah, that's no problem. That's what I need. I ain't sleeping on no trailer. Niagara Falls has a lot of rooms. It's one thing oh, we do. Oh, is that where we're going to do this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, the show's going to be in Niagara. It's going to be in the fall. We're just working on it now. So I'm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's uh, It's been a little bit of hiatus. Thanks. Well. Yeah. Well, I got my four-wheel drive. You, well, it'll be in September. You won't. You won't need. Okay. You won't All need right. it. We don't. It All doesn't right. snow okay. here until December, so we're All right. <laughs> so we're good there. Now, listen, we are going to talk about uh, you know probably one of the greatest shows. I just finished watching it actually for the second time. I I don't normally watch a series more than once, but I I decided to put The Sopranos on and watch it for the second time, and it was just as good. In fact, I probably caught more of it the second time around. Uh, what was that experience like? Everybody in the world knows The Sopranos. Now, well, even the more than they do that was black this, and, I, and I tell you something because <laughs> it's good to tie all this in because you know I met you through music. Yes, we did. I'm walking up Ninth Avenue one day, and little Stevens walking down. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. Right. Next thing I know, we're sitting at a table, and we're reading the pilot of The Sopranos, 
and uh, and he smiles at me, and I smile at him. That's when I met Stephen. Really? Yeah. So who asked you, David Chase or Stephen? Asked me what? To be in The Sopranos. I auditioned. What are you talking about? Who oh, you auditioned. Me? Oh, no, I didn't know if David Chase just I wanted you. Well, you're, you were so good. I mean, you were in that movie, The Black No, we the all were. We, what happened is we talk about this on stage. We we, we came off of Gotti. Gotti was a hit for HBO. Oh, that's so right. So practically everybody from Gotti wind up working on The Sopranos. That's right. I did watch that, too. Frank Pellegrino, Frankie Vincent, Dominic yep. Giannese, me, Sirico. We were all working on... Um, yeah, that was great, Gotti. Yeah, we all working on we all worked on the Sopranos because we they already knew what we could do. Gotcha. Okay. No, that, that, it, no, so what was it like? I guess working with James Gandolfini. I mean, the, the man is. Uh, it's Jimmy, sad that he's gone. you know, like I said, we talk about this on the show as well. Jimmy's an angel because Jimmy, Jimmy was a character actor who got a break. Right. He's a you know he was he was in, he wasn't the leads in the movies that he was doing. He was co-starring you know with right. Denzel and Crimson Tide, True Romance. He was co-starring um, a Get Shorty, but now he's a lead. Wow. You know, and um, and he had a lot of weight to carry. Yes, he did. He had to carry that whole show. Oh yeah, I mean. So that's a commitment, man. That's a commitment. And Jimmy, uh, what happened is we, uh, we it, it's almost like a, 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 we talk about this, me and Michael talk about it a lot when, we, when we're doing the show. Uh, so it's almost like a method approach where we really became a family. Really? Well, I was close with Tony Sirico already. Re- I knew Tony from the club days. Yeah. yeah what and a I cast. knew Tony from those days. And I knew Michael when he was a kid. He used to come to the crazy horse. Now, how come, you know, how come Stevie it, never invited you on to Lilyham? That was a, I, I actually started watching that again as well. Well, there was something about he said it's either you or Sirico. He talked to me. I, Stevie's my brother. And he said, let me give Tony the job because I was running around with the Rascals. Oh, right. They, uh, Stephen was yeah. doing that Rascal so show. He, won, right. he said, let me give it to Sirico. You got the Rascals. Okay, gotcha. You know, he gave me the Rascals. Well, and it was only a small part in the Lee Hammer, anyways. It was the last episode. No, no, no. It's, uh, does, it don't matter. Bruce did a small part. Yeah, yeah. It was the same. Priest. Yeah, he, he played. It, no, he played the uh, the Undertaker. It was uh, Sirico was, was the priest. Yeah, yeah. In the last in episode. that episode, and Nikki yeah. Cadero was in that episode too. Yes, he and was. Stephen gave Nikki his sad card or got him his sad card. Really? Yeah, from that shot. Yeah. Well, you, I don't know if you remember, but I am a diehard little Stephen fan. My favorite album of all time is still Men Without Women. It's still one of the greatest albums I've ever listened to. Are you guys still really tight? Like, guys, you stay in touch all the time, you and Stevie? Well, I'm directing his wife on a play. I think that's close enough. I think so. What plays that, Vinny? It's called Marlon Brando Sat Right Here, written by Louis LaRusso. Oh, cool. Which, we, uh, which was done originally with Paul Savino. Uh, back in the day, um, and we had done it before, and Maureen and I were looking for something to do. We were working on my play, but then we flipped things around, and I said, why don't we do something where I could direct you? She said, I said yeah, I want to direct you, because we just worked on Streetcon. I was able to direct her. And, you know, we're like brothers and sisters, you know? That's and, what it sounds uh, like. Yeah, it's a good relationship, what I think. So she's the lead. Bobby Fanaro is a co-star, and I got 11 other people up there on stage. And it's a project, but we're going to do the cutting room, and then we're going to Wonderball. Debbie said we could do it down there. Oh, really? Yeah, in July. 
Well, I tell so, you, I, you know, Maureen's it's, it's a good what actress. What you do is you just go on stage, David, and you have your scripts and you perform. You know. Yeah. You, you know, you don't have sets and stuff. It, you know, it's entertaining. You know. Well, I, I found it. Maureen was a. She did a great job in her role in uh, Lilyhammer. Uh, I don't know. Did you catch all of Lilyhammer? I never saw that show. Don't start. You're gonna look. You're gonna get me in trouble. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to get you in trouble. No, she did a really good job. She was. How did you I get Lilyhammer? How did you get it on the computer or something? Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it's Netflix. I'll send you the link. Netflix. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix right now. Because I just rewatched. Well, that you as would well. think. No, no. I'll get it. I'll get it on. I'll talk to it. No, no. no I'll he get give it, it to I'll you directly. It. Yeah, I just <laughs> never watched it. So you know, now you got me because I'm home a lot. I'll ask her Wednesday. All right, what's next? <laughs> Let me see what's on your list get off here. That damn time. So you got me questions. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, how did you prepare uh, before you shot Lilo? Okay, I didn't say that. You didn't say that. <laughs> you you want to know my next question? My next question is is really what? for me because I want to know how it was. What was your experience like on Celebrity Apprentice? I really wanted to know. What was oh, that like? Yeah, seriously. I wanted to know what that was like, that reality show. Well, this is not a political question. It's my No, 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 no. I don't want, I right. know, I don't okay. want, no, no, just yeah, the show itself. me and Donald are friends. Mm. I mean, he hired me. Oh, he no. could have hired anybody. No, 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 it's not, definitely not, I don't broach that You know, when he account. hired me for The Apprentice, to, you know, when you're going over those demographics of, let me get a, one black guy, one Italian guy, one Spanish guy, I was the Italian guy, yes. Ah, okay. When you think about it, was it, and I was from the Sopranos, and and you know, he he uh, he was supported. Um, uh, he wanted me to do it, and we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Now I I I'm gonna get myself in trouble, and, but and I never also he it. was able. I was able to raise fifty thousand dollars for my ex-wife's husband's charity. The love, uh, what is it called? That Lust Garden, Lust Garden Foundation for pancreatic cancer. We raised oh, fifty thousand dollars. I gave it a check right on television. That's awesome. Right. That's awesome. No, no. That's. Yeah, I was just wondering you know, how fun that was. Know, I don't want to talk politics no, about his. No, I'm not Whatever going there, he wants to do with the country. You know, but he's not a bad guy. Is know, that the question you wanted to ask me? Yeah, I just wanted to know what that was like because I, you know, it's just, you know, he, he you've got it. I've watched. Well, I've the show. I didn't see yours. behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, not behind the scenes because they what they did with my episode. You know, I was with I was at um, a roast, yep. and he was sitting with um, the president of NBC, uh, and and he said, "Vinny, come here." And he introduced me to the guy, and he said, uh, I, "I just want you to know that we went two hours because of your show, my show, the one I did with him, where Pierce wants me to be the rat. It right. was normally an hour. We went two hours. Really? Yeah, and he ended with me walking away with the um, the Journey song." Don't stop believing. <laughs> so he cashed in on me. So I'm gonna have to check this out because I, yeah, I, I never funny. seen it. Yeah, it was It was good. It was good. I'll was have good. to check it, it out. Yeah, now, it was good. Now, what do you? What was your experience like on Broadway? Broadway. What? Well, my first experience on Broadway was uh, doing Chicago with Aida, and it was crazy because we had just got cast and they had a strike, right. so we couldn't work with the actors, and we had to work in a room. All of a sudden, the strike's over. We're on stage. And you got 1,500 people out there at least. Wow. You know, so that's when they, you know, that's when we, you know, that's when we broke our cherry, me and Aida. But we had a good time. It was great. Great, great, great. Which took me into the confidence of doing Bullets. Right. And that's uh, a Woody was, Allen, right? Yeah, Bullets over Broadway, Woody Allen. I'm right. working with Woody right now. Really? On what? They, I can't tell you. 
Okay. <laughs> it's a secret. We'll find out eventually. No, so, I so I, I, again, I did my homework, and I didn't realize you could sing, Vinny. I know you, you, know, you, you, you well, said that you do this. You know, I had a club, and if they wasn't going to let me go on up there sing with them on the Tuesday Night Jam, nobody was going to get paid. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way it is when you're in club business, you know? You do what the hell you, you want. Know, everybody gets it. Even Duke uh, over in Pleasantville. Uh, uh, he gets up on with his jam, you know. He, he you know, yeah. that's what it is with a jam. You gotta let the club owner get up there and sing, otherwise you're not gonna get paid. Well, I want to take a quick little musical break to share with our listeners a little Vinnie Pest story with Helene York doing "G Baby, Ain't It Good to You." We'll be right back with Vinnie Pest story right after this. Holy shit! Love makes me treat you the way that I do. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing too good for a girl that is true. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? I bought you a baby doll with golden curls, a platinum bracelet, a string of pearls. Love makes me treat you the way that I do. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? You never get me the things that I crave. No, baby, you're not good to me. If you would please me, I might be your slave. But uh uh-uh, you ain't good to me. Look, baby, I promise I'll have your name in lights. The only way you'll ever have my name in lights is if I change it to exit. If I was pampered, I wouldn't be blue. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? Get me out of the chorus. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? A promise is a promise. I'm going to make you a star. Now, come on, get dressed. We're going up to Harlem. Harlem? The Cotton Club. (laughs) Gee, baby, you are so good to me. What have I been saying? And remember, I want to be a star. I want to play Lady Macbeth like I did in Union City, only this time not in pasties. Baby, ain't I good to you? me treat you the way that I do. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? Oh, baby, you're good to There's me. There's nothing too good for a girl that is true. That's me. Gee, baby, ain't I good to you? You're listening to Just Around the Corner on Niagara's Internet Radio 4680Q. I've got Vinny Pastore on the line. That was Vinny and Helen York from the Broadway musical Bullets Over Broadway. What'd you think, Vinny? I dug that out. 
Wow. I, you know what? I, I told like the guys we got to do that with the show. They don't listen to me. It's that's really good. I turned yeah, it off. Yeah, that's an old Louis Armstrong song. Is it? Oh, yeah. see? I didn't know that. It was, yeah, it was I great. I think better now. <laughs> well, you did a great job. I was, I was, uh, I, I just threw Vinnie Pastore, Vincent Pastore into threw me Spotify. Under the bus. No, no, I threw it on Spotify, and I'm like, can I find something where he's singing? That like, was I, cute. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. No, it was, it was great. Do you, you enjoy singing? Like, do you? Yeah, I have fun. I have fun. Well, you got you to have you fun. Yeah, so tell me fun. about Killer I Joe. I mean, you can't get too serious about it. You know, no. I'm not Elvis, you know. Yeah, I'm exactly. who I am. Exactly. You know? Yeah. What about Killer you Joe know? and the Gangster Squad, though? Where, did you sing when you were with them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, of course. Okay. Um, uh, we open up uh, with Green Onions, and then we go into a couple of tunes that I do on Broadway. I do uh, <clears throat> Sit Right Down by Big Joe Turner. I do Where or When, more like a swing, like a Dean Martin thing. Nice. Then I do, I later on, I do Gloria, like a Van Morrison oh, really? type riff. Yeah. Very cool. And then I do a duet with Killer Joe, uh, Sweet Home Chicago, Kansas City. And I do Stand By Me with Buddha. So I sing, you know, otherwise people are going to want their money back. And you do and you do a little blues there. There you go, Sweet Home Chicago. Yeah, I do that. a little blues. But I want to start doing more blues. So we're going to do something a little different in August down at the cutting room. I'm bringing in some different guys, and we're going to go after a different sound. Very Is cool. that crazy at my age? No, no, I think that's great. You just keep you just keep pushing, yeah, Vinny. It's great. It. You keep going. Yeah, I'm bringing so, in some different guys. So now, I, I told everybody earlier, you've been a big part of Light of Day Canada. You've also been a part of Light of Day down yeah, in Yeah, let's Asbury. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So how did you get involved, and why did you get involved? I know the story, but tell our listeners yeah, why you got involved. Yeah, I know involved. you know the story, David. Well, uh... You know, we were talking about Bocce uh, before, Tony right. Amato, from Bocce Gloop and the Bad Boys. Uh, Tony co- used to come to my gig, my club, Crazy Horse. He used right. to come up and play in my club with George Thies. Oh, really? Yeah, he brought me George Thies. Wow. And he brought me the Fairlaners. I don't know them. Well, the drummer from the E Street Band. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Max was in it? Or do you mean? No, the guy before that. Uh, there was Boom Carter? Yeah, that was his band. Really? Okay. Yeah, he brought me them. And then he came up with his band. Wow. Bocce Galoop and the Bad Boys. Well, who Bocce I love. Galoop and the Bad if Boys. you guys haven't, look look for them on Spotify, folks. He's mentioned them three times. Their, yeah. their album, It's My Turn, is fantastic. Look at it. Yeah. Them. And Bocce, Bocce became uh, my Jersey house band. And then I had a group called The Bangs from northern New Jersey coming over. Uh uh, so I had a lot of Jersey guys in my club. I had another band called Lost in the Shuffle. You know, they were coming up, and then uh, uh, JT Bowen came up one oh, night. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. And then I had Harvey Brooks playing in my club. He write he wrote about me in his book. And then I had uh, Lester Chambers. Very cool. It was crazy. It was really great times. And uh, and Bocce and I became friends. Okay. So now when this light of day things happen, he said, "Do you know Bobby Benjamin?" I said, "He's from New Rochelle, New York." He's from New Rochelle, too? Bobby's from New Rochelle. I didn't know that. He went to the same high school I got. Wow. My mother died from Parkinson's. And that I knew, yeah, I'm sorry. So now I got this connection. So Bocce said, come down. They want you to co-host a show with Gary. I said, me? They said, yep, you're a big pussy. Come down. I get down there on a Sunday afternoon. Who's backstage? Bruce and Patty. <laughs> and Bocce said, Vinny, he's running the show tonight. And that's the first that was the second time I met Bruce. The first time I met Bruce was at a soprano 
uh, party. Stephen introduced me to him. And then I, I, I started uh, getting involved with Light of Day, and that's how it all started. Ah, okay. Pony. Yeah, now, when was the last time you were down in Asbury for Light of Day? We were just there this year. I wasn't there this year because my I have a problem uh, driving. Okay. So if I get if I don't have anybody who wants to go on the road with me to do these particular things, right, you kind of then I can't go. You can't. I was now. It's not that I don't want to go. Now you did several lighted days here. You did lighted in Niagara. You were in Toronto. You did Kingston. You did Hamilton. Uh, what do you, give us? Do you have any memories? Like I, I uh, let me just tell everybody my a real quick story. A memory I have with you. I drove you and Gary Bonds. We, me and Mike Mervini, we drove you to the Buffalo Airport. And I remember I had to stop at home. I don't no, even no, remember no, this. You're going to tell that story on the uh, <laughs> No, it's not bad. No, 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 not the whole story, trust me. I'm just going to tell you. Look. First of all, it was the funny. It was the funniest. story? <laughs> no, no, no. no see, I that's gonna Michael. Go that's Michael's. That was Michael's story. Right, right. Okay, give me your story. Well, no, yeah. my story was just it was a very, very funny ride. You were hilarious. You were you – were, we, we, we use the term ball busting here in Niagara quite a bit. Yeah. And you were, you were really giving it to Gary all the way there, and I was trying to well, drive. Well, the, well and you I was know, crying. listen. You know, pot's legal. When we were coming up there, it wasn't legal. That's right. So when I came off the plane in Buffalo, Michael, yes. right, yeah, you're Michael, Michael yeah. says to me, if you got any drugs, get rid of them. They're going to check you <laughs> go through the border. So I threw all my shit in the garbage can. Yeah. We go across the border. The guy waves to me, hey, big pussy, blah, 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 <laughs> waves me right through. Yeah, I know. I turned to Michael. I said, you son of a bitch. <laughs> So then Gary tells us a story how he was crossing them to the border years ago, right. and they stripped the car. Yes. They stripped he the car. He was telling us that, that story. story? Well, you guys were talking about it in the car, and that's when you said, just be quiet and let me do the talk, and I'm that's big That's what pussy. I said. Shut up. Let me do the talk. <laughs> that's <story>. right. <laughs> but I remember before we left for the border, I had to quickly stop at home. And pulled up front, and you got out of the car and knocked on one of my neighbor's doors. Do you remember that? No. Why yeah. did I do that? Because you're big pussy. I remember saying uh, he's a big know. fan. All right. I so, don't know. Uh, you don't remember that? Anyways, that was no. kind of a funny story. But you were crushing poor Gary all the way. I, I was crying laughing. Yeah. You, were, you guys were having a good time. You guys are obviously really good friends to be able to say the things okay. you were saying. But what, was, what are some of the, your memories of coming to Canada? I mean, we've had some really good shows with you. and, and No, uh, I love, I love Niagara shows. Falls. I have a blast up there. I love it. I love Toronto. You know, I'm from oh. You know, Sam and everybody up there. You know, it's Sammy family. Gatti, I shot so. Gotti in, in Toronto. Oh, that's where we shot. Wow. Yeah, I shot on Queen Street, man. I also remember you. I lived up there. I shot that. I shot uh, I shot a lot of movies up in Toronto. But I also remember you. There was a you... time it was, they used to call it uh, Hollywood North. Really? Yeah. I would have yeah. thought that was Vancouver. Okay, Vegas. listen, I got to go because my meat is running out. Your meat is running. Okay, yeah. I was. I wanted to. I wanted to mention how I remember you making minestrone in the back of the Casadora, walking in the back, and you were there with the uh, the uh, cook at the Casadora restaurant when we had that one event, and you were back there. Uh, I don't know if you were making minestrone or what you were making with the with the uh, chef at the restaurant, but you were uh, you were yeah. like family when you came down here. You, yeah. you fit in perfectly yeah. well, in the Niagara scene. Okay. Yeah, that's the Italian. That's the way scene. it is. All right. Well, okay. It was well, really, really great talking to you. And, the, you know, it was, say hello to your son, 
and, uh, and put this thing together, and I'll come up there and I'll do what I got to do. Vinny, right? it's always fun talking to you. I love having okay. you on. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy, guys. So All right. God best bless. of luck. God bless, buddy. Bye. Take care. That was Vinny Pastore. Uh, Y'all know him and love him from The Sopranos uh, with uh, James Gandolfini, Little Steven. They're all, like he said, one big family. But Vinny's been doing so many different things. If you follow him on Facebook, he's, you know, he's in a play. He's doing the Soprano show with uh, Michael Imperioli. He's, he's all over the place. And he was a great host. Uh, we loved having him. We hope to have him again soon. I had so many fun memories with Vinny here. Uh, it, it was uh, just great to have him on the show and him taking the time. And, you know, he said he only had 40 minutes, and we got to – the 40-minute mark, and he was ready to roll. So thanks, Vinny. Appreciate you having on. I'm really looking forward to uh, next week's show as well. We've, it's going to be in the studio. So we're back to in the studio. Our first show was Rick Rose here in the studio. But next week, uh, no phone calls. Uh, we're going to be in the studio with the great Dave Rave. He's become a really good friend. Uh, he's been working with my son, Evan. They got a, they have to have a new song that they're working on. It's almost... Uh, ready to record they were they were in the studio last night so dave rave from teenage head and you may know him from the shakers and uh dave rave group he's been in so many great uh bands he's a great writer great performer and another one of his bands is the second responders and jack siparek from the truths is in that band and jack's going to join us i'm quite excited to to have one of canada's uh a member of one of Canada's great groups, the Trues, have really become a big, big, big fan of them. My son's been a fan for a long time. They played Light of Day Hamilton, I think, maybe about seven years ago. And uh, they're fantastic. Dave's played Light of Day several times. So we'll talk about Light of Day, what they're up to, and, and uh, you know what's going on in their lives as well. I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in today. Remember that you can find us now on Spotify. Just search just around the corner on Spotify and you'll find our episodes. This episode will probably be up you know, sometime either later on tonight or tomorrow morning. I also post kind of a low-quality version because uh, i got to compress it to get it up on Light of Day Canada. So you go to lightofdaycanada.com slash podcast. You'll find it there as well. So really, really enjoy doing this show. Hope you guys are enjoying listening. We've got some great, great uh, interviews coming up. Uh, next week, like I said, is Dave Rave and uh, Jack Sipark from The Trues. The week after that, I do a little thing called Songs from Around the Corner, where I play songs from a lot of the different artists that play Light of Day, both here and down in Asbury Park. Songs you may or may not know. Uh, I'd like to get out some of that great music so everybody can hear it. So thanks very much. This is a song from a band. I'm going to end the show with this. I know you know it. The name of the band is Alabama 3. It's from their 1997, Al uh, I was going to say Alabama again, from their 1997 album, Exile on Cold Harbor Lane, and of course, the theme song from The Sopranos with Woke Up This Morning. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next Tuesday, 3 p.m. here on 4680Q, Niagara's internet radio station. This is Woke Up This Morning. I'm gonna take you down.